Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 518 from September 23rd, 1997, a Tuesday night show with guests Our Lady Peace. This is the first of two known appearances of the band on Classic Love Line. They come back one more time for episode 1073 from November 9th, 1999. The band joins the boys right after the first break. And Adam plugs the upcoming guests, including an appearance by Drew Carey, that we might actually have in the archive if he actually did guest on the show. We'll know very soon. Adam predicts that Dr. Drew will make Drew cry. Drew Carey. And they bring up his book that was popular at the time that revealed some childhood abuse. And Dr. Drew mocks Adam's use of carrot juice to overcome illnesses as he complains about feeling something coming on and being able to hear his own voice. And Adam has a great uh, auto-analogy for how he treats his body regarding preventative care. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and podcast1.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a podcast1.com production. <sighs> Two. Three. Welcome Love with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla, that is Dr. Drew, is a board-certified physician, addiction and medicine. Tonight our guest is Our Lady Peace. They is a band, they is from Canada. They sell lots of records and um, they're going to come in here and talk about that. After the first break, that is. Let's see. Olive tomorrow night. Then uh, Thursday, the Cramps will be in here. And then uh, Sunday, Drew Carey will be in here. And Drew, you're going to have a field day with Drew Carey because... uh, A lot of material there. Well, he had that new book that came out, and he talked about being molested, and the tabloids uh, picked it up and ran with it. And um, I'm sure... uh, My prediction is uh, Dr. Drew makes uh, Drew Carey comedian cry. (laughs) <laughs> At least by the 11 o'clock point of the show. Sure. All right. You're going to have to help me tonight, Drew. Why would happen? I feel something coming on. You get sick? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, hearing my own voice echo in my head. Oh, yeah. well, where's your four gallons of carrot juice? <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell if you're getting sick unless you have four quarts sitting in front of you with carrot juice. Yeah. L- let me tell you the way I treat my body. Uh, like hell? Well, listen, if I was making a car analogy, it'd be like uh, driving a car until you, with never putting a quart of oil in it, never changing a filter, just drive it until you throw thrown a rod. Until the wheels fall off. And then put, putting, an, putting a quart of uh, nice uh, 10W40 into it and hoping that's going to make it all better. Well, not this time. Mm. I'm taking my medicine. Right. Uh, figuratively, not literally. I don't have any medicine. But I feel something coming on, Drew. Uh, very weak. Okay. As I was telling uh, Kevin, the uh, record wrangler, when he asked me if I felt weak, I said, um, he said, did you feel tired? And I said, uh, I always feel tired. I, I break wind. I have to take a nap. I think that just about uh, sums up my life. All right, Drew. So uh, anything you can suggest? You sick? I got a little diarrhea, too, I got to oh, say. Oh, maybe I finally gave that to you. So yeah, I think it's one of those things. You know how they say when women work in an office long enough, all their periods will start to sync up? Yeah. I think you having a little diarrhea lately? Did it to you? Did it to me. I still don't masturbate three times a day. I th- <laughs> You're just down to two and a half. 
I think I have a uh, sympathetic colon, I think they oh, call I it. I see. Yeah, could be. No, I mean, if I had something infectious, I could have given it to you. That's a good uh, term. You know what you ought to do, Drew, as a doctor? I think you ought to screw with people a little bit sometimes. Really? Like throw a term like that at somebody. Oh, yeah, you got sympathetic col colon. Really? What is that? Well, you know, you see the news and you hear about uh, these flus going around and stuff like that, and your colon is aware of what's going on in the media. And um, they just followed suit. They just joined in. You know, like a mourner to Princess Di thing. We better go to calls. Right. I'm kind of concerned right. about you. All right, Drew, listen to me. I don't got time for you and your horrible audience yes, tonight. I really don't. All right, you want to carry the show? No. Yeah, that's right. I didn't think you did. Gina. Hello? Hey, you're 24. Hi. Hi. I hope the two of you feel better. I'm okay. Oh, that's good. And he knows I don't abuse Adam when, when he's feeling sick. <laughs> and just listen carefully. If I happen to mention that I'm not feeling well, watch what happens. Well, there's something funny about a doctor getting sick, you have to admit. Well, no. that's not funny. No, yeah, right. Gina's right. All right. Go ahead. Um, I need the two of you to solve the bet the roommate and I, my roommate and I have. I need to know if it's possible for a guy to sleepwalk if he has an erection. Is it she says he's sleepwalking. I think he's on drugs or something. Well, describe to us what you're seeing. Well, for like three nights in a row last week, there's been this guy walking around... Um, our, our courtyard in our apartment complex. How old a person? Um, maybe between, I guess, 21 and 23. Like, like a street person young. or something? Uh, no, because see, see, the problem is I know who the guy is, mm -hmm. but we always see him for those past three nights. We've seen him between 1 and 2 in the morning. He's just kind of walking around the, the complex. Without any clothes on? No. Well, one night he had socks on, but... Just you know. socks? Pardon? I, I'm <sighs> For Christ's sake, Gina. You're 24 years old. Where are your communication skills? It's late. Does he have clothes on or not? No. Just just socks one night. He's walking around naked. Yes. Why didn't somebody didn't call the police? Did you just ask that, Drew? I did, yes. Why didn't somebody call the police? Um, maybe somebody did. I don't really know. We were we were both mostly just taken aback because we're seeing this guy kind of walking around. Did you did you catch his eye or anything? I mean, did he seem spaced out? Um, well, my, my roommate yelled at him, and he didn't flinch. He didn't look over. He just kind of kept walking. There's so, something very, very wrong. And he had an erection? Oh, semi. It was, yeah. Well, listen, if I'm going to walk around naked in some courtyard, I'm going to chub up before I leave my unit, too. God. Not going out of there just after a, uh, you know, dip in the ocean. I'll tell you that right now. Well, well, my, my thing is, should, should I really say something? Because I, I know who he is. But well, uh, you do know who he is. Yeah, but we're just acquaintances. Well, how, well, is he live in the building? Um, he must live in the courtyard. Well, I suggest oh, next. Wait, next. hold on. Is, uh, let me talk. Listen. Uh huh. Is it, is what do you mean he lives in the courtyard? He lives out in the no, middle of the courtyard. Was he a lawn jockey? Sorry, I, I misspoke. In the complex. All right, so he lives in the building. Yeah. Okay. He must. Or one of the buildings of the complex. Yes. Yeah. Adam. Oh boy! Concrete, <laughs> boy! Concrete. Uh, Sorry. This we're, not, is, we're not talking about the building this, or the courtyard. This is asphalt thinking. It's even thicker than concrete. All right. So he lives in your apartment or condo uh, complex in somewhere. Complex. Look, okay. Yeah. And he's walking around at night, mm -hmm. um, totally naked. We're not counting socks as apparel, Gina. Okay. He's naked, and he does not have an erection, but there seems to be some extra blood down there. 
Yes. And does is he is he talking? No. Okay. He's just wandering around. He's, he's, One thing I can tell you yeah. this isn't is is not sleepwalking. Okay. It, it's it could be the list of potential medical problems that does something like this to people is quite long. He maybe he's a diabetic, his blood sugars go out of control. Maybe he has a brain tumor, is having partial seizures. Maybe maybe he's a psychiatric patient. Maybe he's on drugs. I mean, there are multiple multiple possibilities, all of which need attention. You don't know what the potential is for him to hurt himself or somebody else. You see him out there again? Call the police. That's oh. why please pick up people like that and take them to the hospital. Keenan is uh, and her roommate are arguing over whether it's possible for a man to walk around with an erection while he's asleep. Yes, is that it? Is it po- I mean. Please. I've got to find out what Gina does for a living. I pray she's not in law enforcement. Or airline pilot. Gina? Yes? What do you do for a living? I'm a student. Okay. Very good. What are you studying? Um, biology. Really? Yes. And uh, what are you going to parlay that into? Um, I hope to teach at the university level. Really? Yes. All right. Well... <laughs> Call, Good luck. I'm guessing junior college. Call the authorities uh, next time this guy comes around. You fit right in there. All right, Gina. Okay. Uh, the bed is a push. Oh, okay. No, it is possible to walk around. Uh, listen, the reason you walk around is because you have an erection when you're sleeping. Oh, okay. All right, so whoever whoever went with erection wins the big prize. But, oh. but, it, but this, is a, this guy has a very serious problem and needs to come to help. See a guy stumbling around the courtyard naked, and you just assume he's sleepwalking. Isn't that wild? It's, it's like it's like, it's like uh, Gina's been watching too many Gilligan's Island exa- reruns or right. something. Right, my five-year-olds think like that. Gina figures if a guy got hit in the head with a frying pan, that his head would take on the shape of a skillet. Or if oh. he jumped off a building, they'd collapse into an accordion. <laughs> No, but you see, when he jumps off the building, Drew, there's that heartbeat where well, he, he doesn't know he's off the end of the building. Yes, look down first. Until the guy points, and then he realizes he's not hes not leaning against a lamppost on the ground. He's actually standing uh, in the air. And once he notices, that's when the fall begins. Oh, yes. Uh, Collie. Kaylee. Kaylee. Callie. Callie. Oh, for Christ's sake. Um, You're 19. What's going on? Yes, I am. Uh, I had a question. Um a lot, of, a lot of times I, I fantasize about other women when I'm masturbating, and I was wondering if that meant that I was gay or if I was bisexual. Other women, like other than yourself, other women? Like me with other women. Uh-huh. Have you ever thought about doing that or wanted to do that? Or is uh, it just, yeah. You actually want to do it? Well, listen, anything you're masturbating to is something that you're uh, seriously considering. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if I could actually ever do it. But why? The thought of going down on a woman kind of makes me kind of sick. Yeah, I got that same thing. But <laughs> you know what? Uh, the thought of them going down on you is so delightful that it is outweighed by the grotesqueness of you going down on them. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The sex is uh, it's uh, pay me now and then uh, pay me later kind of thing, or pay you now and pay me later. You've always said it was doing disgusting things to each other, something like that. To me, sex at its best is uh, people doing mutually humiliating, degrading, painful, and uh, bad-tasting, foul-tasting things for five minutes at a time, and now it's your turn. Okay. Okay. So does this mean I'm gay? Um, it helps, well, but... Uh, I mean, we can't... Look, we can't decide that for you. It might. It might not. Well, what, what do you, do you fantasize think? about? Them doing something to you? Yeah. Well, normally it's more than one woman. What, let's, here, here we go. What have your relationships been like with men? Uh, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. What are your relationship like with your family? 
kind of bad. Were you sexually abused at a young age? No, I've, I wasn't abused. What was the bad issue in the family? Just we had a lot of uh, problems, you know, fighting all the time and not getting along. Was there any physical abuse ever? Sort of. Describe the sort of. Um, I've been hit a few times, you know, with the belt and stuff. Okay, that would be not sort of. That would be absolutely. Okay. okay. So, so there's some significant stuff, let's say, in your interpersonal relations, and it's natural enough that you'd have all kinds of conflicted feelings about your intimacies. And uh, but this is much more prevalent for women. I mean, fantasizing about sure. other women. Oh, it doesn't necessarily mean somebody's going to choose. A Put it this way: lifestyle. a guy masturbates to another guy, performing oral pleasure on him. I'm calling that guy gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What? If a guy masturbates to the thoughts of other men performing oral sex on him, that guy's gay. No. Yes. No. Gay's in the heart, not in the not in the genitalia. You know what I'm saying, Drew? Of course he is. So if I was if a woman does it, she's just sort of a free thinker. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, but as you and I have discussed, it could be confusion, could be conflicted uh, emotions right. about relationships. It doesn't have to be a mature sexual orientation. Right. Which is what she's asking. Is that what I'm going to develop? And I, I don't know. Maybe she, I just All I pick up now from her is that now, at this moment, she's confused. Okay. And she may gain some clarity with time. And what's our stance on confusion, sexually speaking, Drew? Don't act on your confused feeling. But this is a little beyond confusion because she's 19, 20. I mean, she may choose to begin to move in that direction. But she should move when she's clearer. When she's clear, that's what she wants to do. All right. Eh, no big crime, though, in her uh, doing a little playful experimentation. No. All no, right. Cindy. Yeah. You're 25. Yep. Um, I got divorced, and I was hurt from that, and so I just went out and partied and slept with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And now I was interested in one particular person for a while, and, and I just, but I kept on doing the sleeping with them. Why do you think? Um, for attention. What else? He was because the other guy wasn't there, I guess, at the time. What else? What were you feeling at the time? I was feeling. I mean, at the time, I'm, I'm, I'm totally happy about it. You know. It's when you're like, with the guys. Yeah. And how about right afterwards? Not immediately afterwards, but how, like how about? Like in the morning, I'm thinking. Well, usually I just say, "Oh, you know, forget it." Forget what? <laughs> forget what? Forget you know that that happened. You know, whatever happened. Yeah, but it did happen. So how do you feel about it? Well. Why do you need to forget something you don't really care about? Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's starting to bother me now. At first it didn't, you know, but uh, it in is In what now. way is it bothering you? <sighs> like the last time I was with, with someone, um, mm-hmm. I just kept thinking about this other person, and I felt really bad, right. like well, the whole time. Okay. How many guys you been with in that period of time? In the last six months. Okay. And Well, about seven or eight months, I guess. 20. 20. Are you using condoms? Most of the time. Most of the time. It's like wearing a seatbelt most of the time. <laughs> well, still better none of the time. <laughs> so, uh, Cindy, have any kids? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, mama. Your mama now. Yeah, I know. And it's How many kids do you have? Just one. Okay. But you're looking to have two or what? No. How how did the first one come no, about? I, I, I'm on Depravera also. Oh, you are? Extra. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, so you, you got divorced eight months ago? 
Yeah. It's pretty much uh, like uh, Sherman's march through Atlanta, uh, except for it's uh, Cindy's uh, uh, vagina through uh, <laughs> through the red onion. <laughs> Do they have red onions anymore, Drew? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, another another outdated reference from your host Adam Carolla. Cindy. Yeah. All right. You don't like what you've been doing. I mean, you don't feel good about it. It doesn't make you no. feel good about yourself. No, okay. And you found a guy you like now, right? Yeah, and I messed that up. It doesn't make you... Mess you messed it up because you're still screwing around? Yeah. Are you drinking, too? Yeah. Pretty heavily? Is one of your parents alcoholic? No. Grandparents? No. My dad had a drug problem, though. Okay. That's good enough. Yeah. We'll take that, by the way. Uh, that addiction... But he was... I mean, it was never a... I mean, I never even knew about it until he was already in, you know... Oh well, then doesn't count. Doesn't count. Oh, we uh, you know about till he was hospitalized. She found out till he was in count. rehab. Yeah, it didn't count. Oh, okay. Right. He didn't. Cindy, Cindy, it's a gene. You inherit it, and you've got it. I suspect. And uh, people who have who are addictively prone tend to pursue behaviors that activate the reward system as a way of avoiding unpleasant feelings. That's just the way you're wired. And so things like drinking heavily, doing drugs, sexually acting out, these are ways of dysfunctional ways of dealing with bad feelings. You feel bad. Your marriage broke up. You feel bad about yourself. You get these immediate gratifications from doing these things, and they're they're fairly rewarding biologically, but psychologically they take its toll. And until you stop the behaviors and start doing something healthier, you're going to keep sliding down this slope. All right, let me jump in. You have a child. It's time to put down the booze, um, uh, put down the um, <laughs> condom, and start concentrating on your kid. I mean, for Christ's sake, 25 years old, you have a child, you know, probably a young child, I'm guessing. And, you know, you're out drinking and clubbing and getting light. Enough of this nonsense. You're now mama. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to be like the uh, Wizard of Oz. I go around and I, uh, you know, at the end of the Wizard of Oz where he went and bestowed everybody <laughs> some, uh, some, you know, he gave the lion courage and he gave uh, the tin man, um, uh, what the hell did the tin man get, a heart and this and that? I'd like to uh, go go around and uh, give the Congre- Congressional Medal of Mama, where I alert, and Dada, too, where I alert all the uh, boozing, drugging, carousing, uh, fighting, uh, immature, uh, unemployable, 20, 20 through uh, 30-year-olds, or well, 20 through 40-year-olds, uh, that you're now Mama, or you've now been bestowed with the title of Papa, and you have to start acting like it. Because you have a kid, you know, it's so it's amazing to me when I talk to people. They go, "Yeah, I've been going out a lot. I've been clubbing a lot. I've been getting laid a lot. Drinking a lot." Uh huh. You have a kid? Yeah, three. What are you talking about? How does that happen? I mean, how, how do you pull that off? All right, this is where our country's going in the garbage. Yeah. Shannon. Hi. Hey, you're 16. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, my problem is is that I'm attracted to users, abusers, and losers, yet I have had a wonderful family life, which is surprising. Well, there, let me just say, um, things that look wonderful on the surface or seem wonderful and sort of by societal standards are not always wonderful from the standpoint of being em- empathic Very or true. healthy. Yeah. And although we hear an awful lot about this show, uh, about overt abusers, yeah. There is the other side of the abuse spectrum, which are parents who are overly intrusive. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. another form of abuse where they are, are so involved with you that they intrude every aspect of your development and never allow you to develop as a person. 
Yeah. And they basically rear you to fix their emotional needs. All right. That's, little, uh, and so okay. then you go out yeah. and start doing that with other people. Hey, Adam. Yeah? Guess what? I'm a ballerina. Oh, eating go. disorder. Yeah. <laughs> with an eating disorder, I suspect. But no, and so they should really just put a uh, vomit bucket right there on the side of the stage when the you know the nutcracker comes to town. Yeah, really. Women do, they do like a little pirouette, and then they just waltz <laughs> off the side of the stage. Bum 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 bum. All right, Mike, jump in with that vomit sound effect at any point now. Um, all right, all right. <laughs> He's boycotting uh, the show. But but you understand that that if you're basically raised to fix your parents' emotional needs, I mean that's what you do. Uh, you, you help you know they, they are very fragile people and they need you to be a certain way or they can't handle ra- raising you uh, that's what you go out and do with other people right, in your relationship let's let's not discount the whole teenage uh, rebel thing that has been going on for as long as um, as long as time drew you know what I mean that women are attracted to yeah they're like rebels uh, they, they don't necessarily like junkies but yeah. they like a you know they don't like a guy in a bow tie with a pocket liner when they're 16. Let's face it. I yeah, don't care what kind of family you come from. I don't care how good the family or how nurturing the family was. Well, There's a little it, attraction to the rebel. What is it you think they're attracted to in that rebel thing? Uh, I think uh, a lot of the time young women don't understand relationships, and right. they're just attracted. Whereas when men are young, they're attracted to the sexual end of relationships. Right. When women are young, they're attracted to the... Um, a dramatic end of a relationship. The symbolic. The symbolic yeah. end of a relationship. Men want uh, big boobs and plenty of sex. Uh, women want uh, the troubled, brooding guy. Yeah, but they, what they're, I think they're going for is sort of mask, what, what are, so might be considered masculine traits yeah, and but, independence yeah, but, and uh, strength and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, but so let, they're biological sometimes cues. a cigar is just a cigar, Drew. I mean, let's not, uh, let's not dissect everything. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Teenagers like the rebel types. She's right. 16. She comes from a good family. She wants to live a little dangerously. That's all. Isaac. Hi. Hey, you're 18. Uh, first of all, I just want to say I, uh, we love you guys here up in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. What's going on up there in Minnesota? Uh, it got real cold this weekend. No, they, they changed. The 30s. They, you mean they changed? Not that, you dumbo. The, the, the yeah. music. The station we're on. The what? Oh, and by the way. It is 105 oh. degrees out here. It's fall. It is just a painful, oppressive Horrible. heat. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. I mean, just insane, uh, fry your brain, uh, <laughs> make you uh, commit a felony yeah. kind of heat. Yeah. Just uh, abusive heat. What is this? God's well, wrath going kind on for of heat. months like this. I swear to God, I announced today I'm moving. <laughs> I can't take another effing day of this heat. Yeah. Oh. For Christ's sake, and I'm on this side of the hill. Yep. For those of you who no, are please. in parts unknown, you don't know what we're talking about, but the valley is usually a good 10 degrees hotter than the city, and when you're around the city, you can usually count on a nice breeze or something. It has been brutally, painfully, miserably hot, and yeah. it's not let up this entire month. For Christ's sake, we're, we're halfway oh. into the football season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to price turkeys, <laughs> and it's 110 degrees outside. Yeah. You, so you Minnesotans... Uh, who are pissed off about the, you know, you're uh, getting out the ice auger and the snowmobile? You're blessed, believe me. What do you want, Mike? When are, you want to go to break? Why? It's late. No, we always do this. All right, listen, Isaac, uh, hang tight. Our Lady Peace is going to be in here. We're going to break, and we'll be back. Man. 
not a body. Loveline will be right back with more innuendos that could get you in trouble. Dig those crazy bumpers. Hey, get away from my car! Wow. What a power plant. You know, we love hearing from you, so keep on sending those tweets and comments, because we read every one of them. Your opinion is important. That's why we don't want you to miss the chance to take our listener survey at podcastone.com. You see, your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It's not a lot of effort because it'll only take you about three minutes, and you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing that you helped us get better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And don't forget, keep those tweets and comments coming. Hi, this is Andy Dick from News Radio, and you're listening to Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, you is. Phone number for Love Line 1 800 LOVE 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. Our Lady Peace is here tonight. At least Mike and Jeremy are from the band. Hi. Hi. Good evening. And um, Clumsy is the name of the CD. Went uh, double. Platinum in uh, Canada, did it? Uh, actually, th- this is we can file this under the kit Kevin in the back yeah. part again. It's actually just gone five times platinum. Five times? Well, no, I didn't ask Kevin about that. Just last oh. week. Yeah, just last week. It, it just wow. passed five times. Now, um, I don't want to be condescending, but do you have to sell as many Canadian <laughs> units as you? Is it, no, no. What is platinum? No, like 15 or 20? <laughs> yeah, it's 35 <laughs> records to get you a platinum. No, it's I was talking 000. about that with a band. I can't remember which one, but in Europe and yeah. certain other uh, cities uh, abroad, uh, they have different standards yes. of yes. what is platinum. They scale it by the market, yeah. By well, population. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, we've only got a tenth of people, so. There's only like 26 million folks up there. Right. Oh, and they're all good. Yeah. All nicely nice. mannered, well-shaven, yeah. friendly, drunken, hockey-loving, <laughs> American-hating folks. <laughs> strip bar-loving, too. Oh, oh, some of the greatest strip bars in the world there. I worked in one for three years. Really? I DJed at a strip joint for three You're years. Oh, oh, really? It was... Can you give us that? Can you give us that oh, DJ voice? Let, all right, here's no, what no, I, that's your job. Here's that, what I want you, you to see, do. That's though, why I only ever DJ there. I love strip bar DJs oh, no. because whether you're at one in, um, you know, Hollywood, Sri California, Lanka. or you go to one in Sri Lanka, it's always. I nice. swear to God, you could go to one in Nepal, and they'd have the same guy. And knights in white satin. Playing Dreamweaver by uh, right. Dan Hill. I, I'm familiar. Well, it's, a lot of a lot of a lot of scars involved. A lot of much uh, what's a big strip? A lot of uh, Motley Crue stuff going on. Yeah. And whatever, whoever Cherry well, Pie. Who did that Cherry Pie song? Warrant. 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 Yeah, a lot of Warrant yeah. going around. Oh. And uh, it's always the same thing, though. It's like, hey, Bob, 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 Bob. Yeah, Brandy's good. hitting the stage, everybody. Show you appreciate And after you've been sitting there for about um, seven hours, and you have, like, let's say, two cases of beer in you, <laughs> it just sounds like one long sentence. It just sounds like this is going on in the background. Blah! Blah! Blah, 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 blah! That's a vowel movement. No consonants, just vowels. So did you have a rap or, or were no, things I tried a little to more stay, mellow there? I tried to stay away from speaking whenever I could because I didn't even like the fact I was there for the most part. Just, but, uh, it was, you know, it was a job. That's all. How do you get a gig like that? You gotta know, know somebody. It's, no, it's, I think it's more like you've got a karmic debt to pay off. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it's you didn't like it? Um, there were be... a lot of days I didn't like it, but I mean... Did, did the girls tip you out? 
Did you get any tips? Like how, how the bus boy will get a tip from the waiter at the end of the night, you know? No, for the most part, no. I mean, there were some of them that you'd, you'd make them tapes for their show. Like they'd bring in what, the, what music they had, mm-hmm. and you'd make them tapes so that they would just be able to use that when they went to other bars. And that's the only way you made money. Right. Because other than that, you're there on your hourly bite, and they're just, you're, you're like a doormat to be used whenever is necessary, and that's all. Right, so it's like, um, I need three songs. I want Cherry Pie, Cherry Pie, and, cherry and pie. then uh, Dr. Field. And no, Dust cherry in pie. the Wind for number three. Right. Yeah, I, the third song is always the big, long, pathetic, slow ballad. There's nothing worse than when a stripper tries to make a statement. Oh. <laughs> right, here's a statement I need you to make, honey. Right, right. Take the top off. There's a statement. <laughs> All right, so uh, Our Lady mm. Peace is going out. Uh, we hear they're finishing up uh, their own tour and then going out with uh, letters... Uh, Wait, letters to Cleo or from Cleo? Letters to Cleo. She's been a little while. I, it's a. I think they're a great band, by the way. I love that uh, damn song they had out about three years ago. What the hell was that uh, one? Here right now. Yes. This is a great song, but haven't heard much from them after that. Yeah, they've been. Well, you talked to the to Stacy more. Their drummer is actually in. He's in Group Assault now, so I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they just finished the record. Should be fun. And Everclear, who is a near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. We certainly enjoy it. As a matter of fact, um, Everclear will be in here on uh, Thursday. End wow. of, uh, not this Thursday, but uh, next week. So probably uh, your names will come up, so Our don't talk any advance. smack. And oh, then uh, then opening for the Stones. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a long way down the line, but it's, uh, it's pretty excited. You know, I mean, they're legends. Right. What else can you say about them? You, know, you can think of all the things to describe them, but you always come back to, well, they're the Rolling Stones. Yeah, how can you say no to that? Exactly. Yeah. You know what it's akin to? Even if it's like it's like I would have sex with Adrian Barbeau. Now, you guys are from Canada. You may not be hip to Adrian Barbeau. Swamp thing, I know. But the point is, is I was so into her when I was 11 that I don't care what she looks like now at 65. I would have sex with her. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? No. But I can, <laughs> I can kind of get I the, would have sex with Adrian Barbeau to say I had sex with any, Adrian Barbeau. He understood so, the words. Yeah. That's yeah. about as far as it went. Yeah. The meaning, I, I don't know. <laughs> Anybody I liked when I, I was a kid is still pretty young. Yeah, because so, he's... That was oh, right. I'm just a kid. How old are you, Jeremy? 22. Oh, for I shouldn't sake. even be here. I don't know no. anything about sex. Well, you're going to learn tonight. So <laughs> what what uh, what size venue are you guys playing in Canada with the Stones there? Uh, it's uh, an arena in Quebec City. I think, what is it, like... 15,000, 20,000. Who plays there? Rock is there, bands. Is it and, like a... Well, it used to be the Nordique. Football? Yeah, the, the Nordique used to play there. The Quebec Nordiques hockey. Right. They and, used to play there. And then uh, what happened to them? Did they, they got shipped off somewhere. Well, you guys had enough uh, enough hockey teams over there last year anyway. Were they in Colorado? Is that where they ended yeah, up? Yeah, somewhere like that. I, I don't even remember. But see, here's the way uh, uh, us Americans look at Canada. Uh-oh. Like, you know, we have... There's the United States and then there's Canada. And within the United States, uh, we got the Kings and the Islanders and the Sabres, and we got a million different hockey teams. Yeah. I look at you as Canada, you get one team, the Canadian team. <laughs> the Canadians. Yeah, but you got you all the players. Leafs. Right. Yeah, but all, all, all of the players in America are Canadian. All right, but you guys are all uh, listening to our rap music. I don't know. I don't know how to rebut that. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a good rebuttal to that? Okay. All right, let's go to the phones, and uh, we'll get uh, more into Canadian culture, which I really enjoy, by the way, uh, as we move along with Especially Our Lady Peace. they pronounce about. Yeah, about. 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 Isaac. Yeah. You're 18. I can't remember what your problem was. Um, well, you didn't I was hear with it. my girlfriend. No, I didn't? What's yeah. You are with your girlfriend. For about two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, she dumped me last week because 
um, to my friends, she wouldn't tell me who lied to her and said that I was cheating on her. Yeah. How can I convince her that I'm that that didn't happen? Where is she now? She's in college. All right. You have her phone number? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to her, and I guarantee you I will convince her. Okay. Good. Who's home for this? Isaac, stupid. <laughs> we usually don't get this. Usually people have the dignity to lie. I don't. <laughs> she doesn't have a phone. Uh, she's out. He said good. Yeah. He welcomes I'll do us. anything right now. I mean. You're desperate, huh? Yeah. Why would your friends lie that I, way? I, I have no idea. Uh, her, her, in my opinion, her story is suspect. She's away at college, trying to make a break. Uh, needs a line. Yeah. 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 If uh, we'll find out. Yeah. I got. I get the feeling it's going to be something like this. Hello, uh, Serge. Uh, <laughs> could you put Isaac's girlfriend on the phone? Hold on. Let me get my pants on. Who's Isaac? <laughs> Isaac. Oh yeah, he's on my uh, ass kicking list. That's right. All right, uh, Isaac. We're going to put you on hold. Okay. You're going to give her college number to the beautiful Sherry. Or Lisa, and then we will, uh, they will phone her up, and we will do a beautiful love line triangle. Until then, we'll speak to Brian. Brian? Yeah, how you doing? You're 16. Um, I was wondering what the long-term effects of ecstasy were. Uh, debatable. Uh, I, when I have seen people exposed to large amounts of ecstasy, they get uh, thought problems. They have difficulty reasoning. They get very paranoid. In fact, the two cases of what I would consider ecstasy addiction that I've seen were untreatable. They were so severely organically impaired that you couldn't reason with them. What do you do in that case? Just put the guy down? Uh, you know, I, I, these like people, old yeller? You really can't. You can hold them for a couple of days against their will if they get really wild, but the, the psychotic symptoms persist for a long time with these stimulants. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I've never encountered it since, so thank God I had, hadn't made that decision. There is some evidence that MDMA or ecstasy does cause some brain di- disturbance, some, dis- some disruption of normal anatomy. And that's what most heavy hallucinogenics do, and uh, that's basically what MDMA is, is, a, is mm. an amphetamine that's altered in such a way to give it hallucinogenic properties. Do they have this uh, ecstasy in, in Canada? Is it going around? Yeah, it's around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got all your problems, damn it. Oh, yeah. yeah you got our <laughs> hockey players, we got your problems. <laughs> is, that, happen? is that uphill? For, that's kind of uphill from here, I was thinking. Canada? Yeah. From Depends here? what side you're on. From what? here, it's, you know. Is it up or down, <laughs> or is it just a straight shot? To where? Then from here to Canada. You know, you go you uh, over the Rockies. You, you go, go up, up and then down. You go up north and you go uh, down south. Uh, it's up. See, I think a, a, a lot of the problem that Mexico has is a lot of the crappy problems we have just through, through the gravitational pull just uh, make their way down to the border. That's why Tijuana's in such bad shape. But Canada, we should be having your crap roll down this way toward uh, Detroit and uh, where's that, Oregon? All right. <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> we're trying to keep it clean. All right. Uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I think we should play this song right now, Mike. What do you think? Before we go to break, play a little uh, something from uh, Our Lady Peace, and this one's called Superman's Dead. Do you worry that you're not liked? How long till you break? You're happy because you smile, but how much can you break? Ordinary boy, ordinary name, but ordinary is just not good enough today. And now, how
Superman's Dead from Our Lady Peace off of the CD Clumsy. And when we come back, I was reading the bio uh, about that song, and uh, I couldn't agree more. And uh, we'll let you in on a little secret when we come back. We'll talk about it for just a moment. And, Drew, I know uh, you're not even sure what a bio is, but I think uh, the meaning behind this song should interest even you. Got it. Okay. That's good radio. You want to sell the hell out of the next call anyway? No, I'm waiting to see if Isaac's girlfriend gets up. Oh, that's oh, right. Isaac. Yeah. All right. We'll find out about Isaac and uh, his cheating girlfriend's heart. More with Our Lady Peace. And, oh. Are they listening to the show? <laughs> Sherry? Lisa? They're paying attention? You find Isaac's girlfriend? You're looking. Okay. We'll be back. Let's put out the lights and go to sleep. Honey, turn off the radio. Let's go to bed. Sorry. Big day. Good night, honey. Honey, did you hear that? I didn't hear anything. Dad? Go to bed, honey. But didn't you just hear... I hear nothing. What about... You're hearing things. I'm the human goose! Yeah, You're but... too late. Loveline will be right back. And please, be on the lookout for Earl, the human goose. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and of course it is winter and cold weather's here, and it's getting even colder. And for some of you, that means dry, itchy, so-called winter skin. Now, instead of using the same old anti-itch product this winter, consider using something new. It's called Tricom. A recent study showed that it is more effective at reducing itch than 1% hydrocortisone, which is what you get over the counter. Tricom works on skin irritation, and be sure it is, in fact, just irritation. If there's any question, of course, see your physician to make sure it's not a significant medical or dermatological condition. Tricom is backed by the itch-free guarantee. If Tricom does not stop your itch, you can mail them the empty tube, and you'll get a full refund. Now, if you have this so-called winter skin, get a tube of Tricom for your medicine cabinet, your car, your desk at work. It can help. It's guaranteed itch relief that is more effective than hydrocortisone with none of the potential side effects of steroids. Find the white and blue box in the anti-itch aisle at Walmart, Walgreens, and CVS Pharmacy. Hi, this is Tom Arnold, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam... What's his name? Corolla and Dr. Drew. Mike, that brings you such joy, doesn't it? I'm a simple man. Not not that Mike, engineer Mike, but uh, that guitar brings you joy, doesn't it? The Traveler guitar? It's kind of neat. It's kind of really out of tune, and that was making me happy tuning it. You put the uh, stethoscope uh, in the ears? Yeah. Nobody knows. Now, this is good radio. Well, I'm about to explain it. All right. Dr. Bruce, right? Yeah. Big guitar fan. As a matter of fact, um, what's his name from No Doubt, who is playing one of Dr. Bruce's guitars on a tour? Tom Dumont. Tom, right. Nice guy. Playing that uh, that, uh, triangle guitar. What the hell is that? Flying V? Yeah, the Flying V. Yeah. Yeah. Ugly guitar. It really is. But it's cool sort of vintage 80s. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hendrix played one. I think it's it's like... uh, the band Triumph. Oh yes, uh, played the flying. Uh, Actually, flying. Just, oh, don't. yeah, just just for the for the record, now that you brought it up, we can apologize on behalf of Canada for Triumph. <laughs> yeah, how about uh, apologizing for Loverboy? Yes, that's oh, that who one, I really I, want I, you guys to I apologize. Will, for. Yes. I swear I will kiss your shoes if you will forgive us. We'll trade you. We'll never... trade you Loverboy for all those W bands you sent up. Yeah, like like White Lion and Warrant. And... All right, but I will kiss your ass for uh, BTO. I like BTO. <laughs> I like them Bachman brothers. Bachman Turner barrel chest. Two huge, big, fat guys in leather jumpsuits, just uh, <laughs> beards out the here and just rocking out. 
just waiting for one of them to have a coronary right there on stage. <laughs> you want a piece of my heart? You better start from the start. Oh, please. You want to be in the show? Come yeah. on, baby, let's go. No, oh, that lovely boy. It rhymes. <laughs> oh, they're hot. That's good lyrics. <laughs> you know, this stuff was really cool when you were like 18 or something, but you realize these, these were written by adults. Yeah. yeah. You want a piece of my heart. Don't yeah. forget about the headbands. Like who? Remember the singer had that Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. They, yeah. I think they started sweatbands back. Yeah, it sort of had that uh, Olivia Newton-John yeah, uh, yeah. uh, headband thing going on in the band. And the video with the barrels behind them. Drummer uh, wearing the cycling gloves. Yeah. Yes, it was very, a very good look back then in the 80s. People forget, people make fun of the 70s and the fashion and the haircuts and whatnot. What people don't understand is you take a look at some uh, 80s videos, 83, 84, oh, 85, uh, maybe bad. worse yeah. in a lot of ways. <laughs> At least in the 70s, they didn't know what they were doing. They had an excuse, and they were all high on drugs. Mm. Actually, in the 80s, they were, too. Tracy. Hi. Hey. Hey. I, I'm almost at work. I'm glad you guys got it to me before I got there. But uh, do you want me to start? Where do you work? Um, well, I have a question for whoever wants to answer it. I, I don't think you heard. Where do you work, Tracy? Oh, well, I'd rather not say. All right. Well, don't bring up the whole work thing, then, if you're not going to follow it up. I just have to, never mind. Okay. Anyways, 25. Mm-hmm. And I started going out with a guy a lot younger than me. He's 20. And we've gone out a couple times. And he was a virgin, and he's no longer a virgin. And Would you I, buy him a hooker? No, I didn't buy him a hooker. <laughs> Gave him the works. I don't get it. Then. Oh, you had sex with him yourself? There you go. That's very noble. Go. I figured you could figure that out. Mm-hmm. How was he? He wasn't very good. Well, no, what do you expect? Give the guy a break. Come on. I know. I didn't say I wasn't giving him a break. I All right. answered his question. Right. How about the? But did he improve quite a bit each time around? Well, we only have done it once, so yeah. I haven't given him time to improve. I'll tell you one thing. He's going to want to do it a lot now. Yeah. Yeah, you've opened the floodgates. He wants to practice, right? I bet you he wants to practice right well, now. Well, practice with me or with? Well, with you, of course. <laughs> well, he lives far away. Vibe from Tracy. He lives far away? Yeah. Yeah. Angry and secure. Yeah. What's up with you, Tracy? Why are you so angry? She's driving. I am driving. I just have Don't drive angry. I'm parking now. All right. Okay. So, Tracy? What? What's your question? Um, well, it's kind of difficult, but I go out with a lot of guys, oh. and I think I tend to smother them, and I don't want this to happen with him. Mm -hmm. to... Define smother. What do you do? I kind of, it's kind of like obsessive, not... You go a little overboard. Yeah. I just focus too much attention on them, and I think it scares them. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that, but it's really hard for me not to do that. And are, are you not going out with any other guys beside this guy right now? Well, no. Not, not exclusively, anyways. I mean, I go out with guys all the time, but... But, like, what kind of going out with guys? Are you only dating this, this young recently ex-virgin. How can you be obsessed with only, you know... Yeah, how many guys guy? can you smother at once? How many <laughs> pillows do you have on your bed? A lot. So, you I mean, you you can date three guys and smother three guys simultaneously? Yeah. When do you wow, sleep? Wow, that's, that's screwed that's, up. That's that's not really nice for the one guy, though. I mean, if he... if you, Any of the guys. I don't, th I, don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think you're being really that nice if you look at it. Well, I mean... This, this, is a, wait, this is this is this is a unique. This is unique. Yeah, it is. Well, give us an example of paying too much attention. Well, 
Do you like phone them every couple of hours? No, but I think about doing it. Not not every couple hours, but yeah. But you I must scroll through all it. the different names. Yeah, check out Bill. Check out Jim. When you talk to them, you're like, "Oh, you're the best. You're my hero. You I love confu- you already." No, you ever confuse which one you're thinking of? Right. You, you never. Do? Oh, and I don't, I don't bad. flatter them. I mean, I, I'm honest with them. That's good. About the fact that you're seeing other guys. Yeah, I mean, they but know you got to stick with one guy. But you're getting out of hand. Well, no, if you can't find one That's guy. a Canadian rhetoric. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with one person, be monogamous. Come I'm on. All, I'm, all United with that. I'm, I'm the poster child for I monogamy. Get I drunk was. and spread venereal disease. <laughs> Boy, do we got to teach you guys about relationships up there. I didn't say I wasn't being monogamous. I said I was dating other people. I did not say I was sleeping with everyone I was dating. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. okay. Sassy. I mean, um, I, Tracy. I am sassy. You're not listening. You don't let people talk enough. Okay, you go don't ahead. Let people explain. Okay, okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Well, you're not answering my question. Well, we don't know it yet. Ask I it. I did. How do I not? We're needing more information from how do you, you. How do you not smother? Yeah. Well, we don't even know how you smother, so how to right. not smother is sort of difficult to determine. Um, what, what are you doing? Like, if you determine what it is that, that's making these guys go crazy, and, and I'm assuming run away. Well, yeah, don't do that's, it. That's it. That's, but I don't know what I'm doing but wrong. If, if I knew what I was doing wrong, then I wouldn't. All right. If you're all being, right, right, right. What, 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 what? Give me an example of somebody that. Well, listen, out we know how doing. she's smothering. No, no, people. no. I don't. No, I don't get it. I don't get it because most people smothering is an emotional issue mm-hmm. that they feel overwhelmed by the emotional material coming at them or clinging to them. But usually, and she is devoid of all that. Yeah. She, she just kind of, kind of. I, I don't know what she's like, like that? behaving, acting. In well, some Tracy's way. real defensive, so if you try to uh, take a attribute and put it on her lap, she'll, say she, no. she'll reject it. Yeah. So, um, But then, on the other hand, she's not going to tell us what she's doing either. Right, obviously. Oh, boy, these guys must be miserable. This is tough. Tracy, here's what's going on. Here's my assessment of Tracy. Okay. Tracy is very insecure. Yeah. Tracy Very angry. lost something that was important to her at some point a long time ago. Maybe Papa, maybe Dad died or Dad left or Dad didn't give her enough of this or enough of that. So what she does is she wants to go out and collect a whole bunch of guys because that way if one of them breaks down or one of them dumps her or one of, her, one of them goes gay or goes south or moves to Canada, she's got another guy. <laughs> I guess, see, we call going gay going to Canada here, here in the if States. If he's Canadian, he's not going anywhere, though. See, and, and then she's so insecure that when she's with them, she then smothers them and tries clings, to get them, clings, clings and tries to get them to agree to things that, that they don't want to agree to. Yeah. Tracy, where's your dad? He's at home. And uh, how do you get along with him? Great. And uh, you've never had any loss in your life? No, none. All right. Well, then you're just an android. <laughs> you're not going to come clean with us about anything, are you, Tracy? Well, I think that one problem that I do have is that I have a lot of siblings, and they're all married, and they're all in bad relationships. And I think Why do you think that is? Why, why do I think that they are? Yeah. Why are they all in bad relationships? I think it all has to do with my mom. All right. Well, what happened with your mom? Well, there's nothing that happened to her. She's just... She's not a very loving person okay so you so really it's 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 a little bit like what i'm saying you don't really know how to have intimacy you've never had that you never had that kind of connection with even your mother and so what you're doing is like fishing around out there trying to collect these uh, symbols of intimacy but never actually achieve anything close to it Mm -hmm. and if you could just get involved in a real way with one person you wouldn't be clingy and you wouldn't be needing to collect all these different guys and you would feel more 
satisfied and gratified. So pick one of these guys and focus on hanging with that relationship. Require yourself to stay with it and stay available emotionally and see how you feel and see where it goes. And let your guard down a little. Stop being so defensive. Tracy brings up stuff like, I'm going to work. Where you work? I don't want to talk about it. I got a problem with my mom. What's your mom's problem? She doesn't have a problem. Who said she had a problem? <laughs> yeah. You know, she actually brings yeah. stuff up and then doesn't want to talk about yeah. it. It's yeah. kind of an emotional or, or a conversational Indian giver. Yeah. We'll talk about this. No, we won't. I just got back from Europe. Oh, yeah? Uh, how was London? Why? What do you, what do you, what do you want to know? What, what are you with the FBI? Leave me alone. What do you need to know? <laughs> yeah. Just relax. Let the guard down a little bit. Stop pushing so hard all the time. All right, uh, we'll be back with more Our Lady Peace, and we'll see if we can't find Isaac's uh, wayward girlfriend as well. Loveline listeners, beware. Somewhere out there tonight is Earl the Human Goose. He's known for sneaking into your house while you are not paying A quacking like a goose, but really it's, it sounds more like a duck. Oh, he's, uh, he's really quite insane. Loveline will be right back with more information. This is Dr. Drew for True Car. Everyone is talking about transparency these days, a word you hear a lot, because people want it. So when it comes to making a big purchase, like perhaps buying a new car, you expect some transparency in the buying process. This is a process that gives you the confidence to know you're getting the fair deal, right? So you can really look at all the details. To understand the power of transparency, you need to check out True Car and True Car's mobile app. True Car not only can configure the car you want and how you want it, but you can see what others actually paid for the same car you're looking for. Down to the zip code, so right in your area, you see the very same car. So you know what you can expect to pay for the car you want. Pretty transparent, right? And once you decide on that car, you can lock in guaranteed savings on an average over $3,000 off MSRP. Then you're connected with a trusted True Car certified dealer that will honor your savings without any negotiation, no shenanigans. So when you're ready for a new, transparent car buying experience, save time, save money, and never overpay. Download the True Car app today. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> These things on? Mike only gave me the one hand point. I usually need both arms and for him to stand up to alert me uh, that we're on the air. All right, running late. We got 10 second break here, and Loveline will be back in a scant 10. This is Loveline on Radio Station. Loveline. I'm Adam Carroll. That is Dr. <clears throat> Drew. Phone number 1-800-LVE-191. Our Lady Peace is our guest tonight. Mike and Jeremy are here representing Hello. the band. Uh, the name of the CD is Clumsy, and uh, they're going out doing their own thing, and then it's uh, Letters to Cleo and uh, Everclear, and um, I hear they're going to let the Stones open for them somewhere. I guess it'd be something like... Well, they wouldn't go before Layers to Cleo. Probably Layers to Cleo, uh, Stones, Everclear, and then uh, Our Lady Peace, if uh, they all do go out. That's in, yeah, uh, in Canada, together. and then it's Everclear last in America. Right, yeah. right. And, and do you guys put some restrictions on the Stones? Like, would you say, like, listen, uh, lads, um, 
Well, they're snapping. We don't need the whole big. We don't need the facts. We don't need the smoke pods. Uh, we just you, you get one. Um, you get one eighteen wheeler yeah. worth of crap, and uh, let's call it good. Listen, <laughs> exactly. After twenty five years, either can play an instrument or you can't, and yeah. that's what people want to see. Thirty five years. Okay, Drew. Uh, hey, hey, long time. It's longer than Jeremy's been alive. Drew, a lot uh, longer. Coherent and uh, with the show, and uh, yeah, you guys aren't huge Stones fans, are? You? Um, we respect them. We a respect them a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I do. One that can survive that long doing what they've done. I mean, gosh, I uh, I uh, like Keith Richards solo records a lot. It's it's hard to uh, yeah. You don't want to spit in the face of a legend, but for my money, I, I think the Who, for instance, yeah. is, oh, is a much more innovative. Oh yeah. Uh, much more interesting band. I mean, you know, Quadrophenia yeah, yeah. and Tommy. There's a lot and, more uh, weight to that kind of music for me. Why? Right. Well, because you're comparing, uh, like, uh, you know, it's let's kind of spend the night together. Party, party, and then there's the real, real weight of, like, Quadrophenia. Right. No, I mean, but, they, but put it in the historical... I mean, I, I, I'm a little older than you guys, and when that stuff came out, that was innovative. What? Oh, yeah, Stones. at the time. I, mean, I think like In the yeah. historical context, I mean, oh, No, I think in the huge. 60s, yeah. Main Street was, it, a, was, a, 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 was a huge breakthrough record huge. because of the way it was done. That was actually sort of the first of the... You know, he's, he's talking more lyrics, though. You he's, think so? Yeah, I think you're meaning a little more like when when Quadrophenia was dealing with a lot more. I I am just talking about the whole scope of things. Now the Stones have a couple of songs, you know, "Sympathy for the Devil" and that kind of thing, which are great, yeah, yeah. great big productions. But to me, the Who has probably twenty of those songs, where the Stones have three of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the whole rock opera thing is right. Uh, I mean, Quadrophenia is a pretty amazing oh, it's production. Top to bottom, solid. Okay, Drew, you hip? Checking with Isaac. Okay, Isaac. Yep. Uh, you're 18. You're no, 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 no. We're just checking in. The I girlfriend. Can I yeah, can I reset the, the goddamn show here? All right, go ahead. Uh, Who are you? Engineer Mike. No. Shut Drew's mic off for a second, please. Thank you. Isaac uh, phoned in about an hour ago when we spoke to Isaac. Uh, the situation with Isaac is he has a, a girlfriend. A couple of his buddies told her that uh, he was cheating on her. She's up in college, and we're trying to get her phone number, but apparently she's not answering at the dorm. Which says something by itself. Hold on. Turn Drew's mic back on now. He has something to say. Yes? Which, which should tell us something by itself. So right. It's okay. late at night in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right. <laughs> okay, turn it off now. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, I want to work through. Uh, if you have something to say, uh, say it to Jeremy or Mike, and they'll go ahead and tell me. Right. <laughs> he says all right. He says all right. <laughs> Is that all right, guy? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Isaac, yeah, it's uh, it's sounding. Here's the situation. Here's why this sounds uh, suspect, and uh, I will agree with Drew on this one. Um, it sounds like she went off to college and she didn't really have the guts to break things off and she's uh, getting herself an environment where there's lots of other guys and she just wants a little freedom and she's sort of using this as an excuse. She's being a bit of a biatch. Right. And I mean, Isaac, you're, you're 18. <clears throat> What's yeah, the big I deal? I've been visitor like twice a week at college and she was really scared when I wasn't there and stuff. I mean, it, it seemed like she really needed me when she was up there. Well, people are capable of doing that, by the way. I mean, they're capable of uh, being very loving, and they're capable of being very needy, but uh, out of sight, out of mind. How far away is the college she's at? It's just 30 miles. Oh, oh so she's not, not really so even out of the neighborhood. It's in Wisconsin. I'm, I'm in St. Paul. It's right across the border. Oh, so you're just it's Minneapolis as opposed to St. Paul. It's basically the same city, isn't it? 
No, it's in Wisconsin. It's in Wisconsin, yeah. But it's not far. Like when I went to the uh, did the Edge Fest, uh, the station we used yeah, to be the on, mud, the Mud Fest up there, right out in the yeah. field. That was we in one of those. That was in that. Wisconsin. What year yeah. did you do that? Two years uh, ago. Two years ago. Wait a minute, I did it two years the ago. Faith No More. Was it the, yeah, Faith Bush. No More were on it, and then there Bush. was mud being thrown. No, everywhere. no. You know what? You, no, because they said it rained the year before. It must have been okay. the year before that. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was uh, there last year. It was pretty horrific. It wasn't last year's year before. So, and of course, that was the year that our singer Rain decided it would be a good idea to challenge the crowd because nobody managed to hit the drummer, forgetting that the three of us that stand across the front are between the crowd and the drummer. Right. And, uh, and they didn't hit was me. Just you just dumb. line up like those hockey, uh, like those uh, soccer guys on a free kick where you just hold your nuts and stand there. Well, uh, unfortunately, Rain didn't, and, and he should have. But he, he took it like a man. He just sort of buckled gently and... Walked back to the drum kit, gasping. Yeah. When uh, a big clot of when I I, I must have brought uh, seventy five bands out on stage when I did that. I mean <laughs> the the edge worked me like a pack mule yeah. when I was there. It's just I brought and I made every I was out there like uh, every fifteen minutes. Uh, uh, there's a uh, there's a minivan license plate C24 GF5. It's uh, parked in a restricted fire zone, and then there'd be some kid in the back. You effer, get the hell off stage! Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> I've been there. Oh, that. it was just it was it was it was painful. Oh, welcome to my world. And so right. Isaac. Uh, oh, sorry, the Moosehead Lodge in town will be highlighting some of the bands on the third stage. Here's a list of 20 bands that will be at Moosehead tonight after the arena. Get the F off the stage! <laughs> yeah, for no reason. I someone threw a Jägermeister bottle from uh, what had it had to be shot out of some sort of cannon because I couldn't see where it started oh from but Jägermeister bottles are basically this even though it's like 750 milliliter it only thick. holds one shot of Jägermeister <laughs> it's all glass just a jigger of Jägermeister it's topped off yeah. it's just pure glass and some guy chucked one of these things from about 300 yards back and it sailed over my head and I thought Jesus Christ that would have killed me yeah I, I couldn't imagine spending uh, any any real amount of time out there, especially when the uh, when the rain began. Uh oh! Now uh, Drew's technical having some technical difficulties. difficulties. Isaac. Yeah. Hello. Uh, we think that something's up because she believed your friends. And why would she believe your friends that you were cheating if yeah, she I mean, knew you? You've been together for two years. One of my friends is uh, like the only person she saw since. I think the only person who could have told her. I know he likes her. Oh, so you think there's a little, uh, someone's trying to make some room for themselves. And I know she likes him like a best friend after me. Right. Why don't you confront the friend? But he's in the friend zone, so you might be okay. Yeah. He's yeah. smacking the, yeah, when you're in the friend he's zone, the mayor of no Friendville. Oh, I've been there. Ooh. I've been there many a time. When you, you're you just like a brother, all that, then it's over. Uh, yeah. You know, you know. let me tell you what uh, friend zone will get you. Um, <laughs> I just bought a home entertainment center from the Ikea, and it needs assembly. Yeah. You're real handy. My boyfriend can't do it. How oh, about, you're so good. You're how so about, friendly. Yeah, I'll bake you up some of my special Pillsbury popovers <laughs> while you assemble this. Okay. You're not getting any. No. All right, so Isaac, uh, here's what you need to do. You need to confront her. Uh, tell her that the confront the friend, confront her, and uh, call the night. But I'm guessing that uh, she may not believe the guy as much as Isaac thinks. Maybe she just wants some distance. Sandy. Hello? You're 17. 
Hi. Hey, How Mom. are you guys? Good. Oh, good. Um, okay, um, here's my problem. Um, I've been in a relationship for about four years with this guy, and um, I don't know, it just came about recently, but I'm really attracted to his best friend. Ooh. And I don't know what to do. You're young. Oh, yeah. For four years. Were, for, since you were 13. Yeah. <laughs> Time to move on, I think. Yeah. Give it a yeah. Shot. End, <laughs> end this relationship before you do anything else. Yeah, be fair about it at least. Is that what you're having trouble doing? Well, no, it's not really that. It's just, well, yeah, I guess that has something to do with it. Yeah. End this relationship. Have the... Have the dignity. Yeah, the dignity, the temerity. Have the guts. Have the... Uh, the Sensitivity, uh, nice. empathy. You owe it to that guy to yeah. let to let it go. Uh, uh, it's very cruel to uh, create circumstances that cause the relationship look to break apart. What happened to that kid on the internet the other day? Well, yeah, he hung himself, you know, right? Nice. What? Eleven-year-old, yes. true. What? What happened? Why? True, you got to get a TV. S some email of uh, I don't want to see you anymore. Okay, well you won't see me tonight then. And he hung himself in his uh, shower. Oh, that's something more than just yeah, <laughs> that relationship. Yeah, there's some other factors at work there. But yeah, but still, be must nice have been song. a heavy metal uh, band yeah, involved yeah, with yeah. this oh, one. Great, it's the musician's fault again. That's, yeah. You know what I love? What I love? What? Uh, oh, reminds me, we got to talk about uh, <laughs> Superman too. By the way, uh, Superman's dead. That kind of fits in. What? Yeah. All right, hold on a second, Talk Sandy. What? Just shush up for a second. Just shut Drew's mic <laughs> off, will you? Thank you. <laughs> well, you tell Boy, my engineer, engineer. I didn't say that on the air. <laughs> yeah, you can. Go ahead. Adam, you're, Adam, you're an, an asshole. asshole. Who, who says? He did. Oh, Drew. My, Drew. Yeah, Drew. Doctor Drew says that. You my, are. I, I'll tell you, engineers. Are you engine? No, but he, he is on week. His wife thinks he is. He. Uh, he doesn't like experimentation. You're an asshole again. <laughs> His, uh, <laughs> this guy is an asshole. <laughs> Engineer Mike's finger must just hover over the dump Drew's mic button because I'd say to Engineer Mike, hey, uh, Mike, could you pull up the liner with uh, someone's, uh, I'll do it tomorrow. But when I say Drew, cut Drew's mic, halfway into my sentence, uh, he cuts the mic. All right. You are correct, sir. Let's, uh, let's get into this for a second. When a kid kills himself at 11 years old when he hangs himself in, in the shower uh, the kid has problems the family has problems mm -hmm. now what what we as a society do because I guess we're scared or we're stupid or we're naive is because he got the message over the internet then we focus all our attention on the internet perhaps uh, computers should be confiscated or there should be some sort of parental lock on the th blah 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 it's the same thing we do when uh, some band comes out with a song that has some lyrics and some uh, idiot from Arkansas goes on a killing spree the guy had a screw loose yeah. obviously yeah, it wasn't the let's, song. let's not blame it on the song but uh, back to uh, the song Superman's Dead which uh, we played about three hours ago. But you guys, uh, tell us the story behind that song, because I promised we'd get to it. Um, well, let, let's do one at a time. I, I think Superman's Dead actually kind of fits in this because it's something that we, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a metaphor. We didn't, we're not actually saying that we killed Superman or anything. So don't anyone go out and do that. Um, it seems that, that kids today really are, you know, they don't really have any, any role models, anyone to look up to. There seems to be a tendency with the media I mean, in a couple of lines, and it say ordinary is just not good enough today. You're told by the media what you're supposed to look like, what things you enjoy, what products you consume. I mean, 
if you have a kid that's growing up in the middle of, you know, the mountains of Oregon with no exposure to media, it might take him till he's 15, 16, 17 to figure out exactly who he is and what he likes and what his, his views are. Right. Whereas you get kids nowadays, because they're totally, like, inundated with media, by the time this kid's seven or eight years old, they have this prefabricated identity put on them, and they, they don't have an, an emotional investment in their own identity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that... that that's what can I suppose can give rise to things like this this thing that happened on the internet yeah. All right, hold on Mike turn uh, Drew's mic back on for a second thank please. you yeah do you want to say something well I, I you know if parenting were done properly people would have the parenting yeah. they would have the identity and but parents it, it are, might their values might be screwed up by the way the media assaults us uh, but they would still have an identity separate from that mm. yeah so yeah right. it's just that that's just sort of an observation I mean, we're yeah. it also has a lot to do with the fear of you know how nothing's shocking these days wait till you know 20 years from now i mean how how how, it's been going on it's been like this for 20 years yeah Yeah. but uh, but i mean but you don't think it's it's been a a, a bigger better faster kind of a thing yeah i mean well the problem is not is not so much the 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 speed and quality of what's going on it's the it's the messages yeah which support this narcissistic entitlement that people seem to be so attached well, to. Well, I, I just think it would be fairly freaky to be a uh, kid living in a big urban center these days. Like, I remember when I was, I think I was about 12, and uh, there was this guy, uh, was it the Hillside, or the Slasher? Remember that guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a... Uh, freeway Slasher. Freeway Slasher. Yeah. This, uh, is that him? Freeway Strangler? Uh, there's the freeway. Uh, wait, there's the stalker, the midnight, the stalker, the freeway stalker, the anyway. slasher. These are all old uh, Banachek episodes <laughs> or something. But I'm Banachek. <laughs> the point is, is there was some guy called the slasher, and this guy was going around the Southland somewhere, and he was breaking into houses at night, and he was basically killing old women, and he had killed maybe ten or fifteen uh, women before they caught him. Now I was seeing this all over the news at uh, eleven or twelve. And I was living at home with my mom and my dad, my mom were separated. And it was just me and my mom in this old crappy house. Now, I thought I had about mm, 50-50 chance of this guy breaking into my house (laughs) and slashing me. And I was was caught in that no-man zone, which is old enough to know mama ain't going to do anything. And uh, too young to do anything myself. And because it was all over the news, I was I, I was petrified by this. And I lo- you know, I would go to bed each night, you know, thinking Wait, I heard noises yeah, yeah, yeah. out in the back and all that. Because you don't really have a contact. You can't yeah. really figure out population and the demographics and, you know, where this guy, who his victims are. And all, all you know is there's some guy named the Slasher. He's running around. He's and he's there. probably well, coming to your house and, tonight. And you're hearing about it in your living room. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Exactly. Right. So uh, for uh, and I, so I could imagine how the skin becomes thicker and thicker and thicker at a younger and younger. Yeah, I and mean, younger is, isn't isn't it? Isn't there a statistic along the lines of that? The the, the most rapidly increasing, uh, you know, murderers are teenagers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and and maybe that's got something to do with. It. Like I said, if you don't have if they don't have an emotional investment in their own identity, they can't be strong and proud and and know what you know their core values are. It's so much easier to disregard any values, right? So you know that's that's why um, uh, I I the uh, I'd like to start an island of teenagers. <laughs> uh, you know, like we used to have leper colonies yeah, and penal called, colonies. It's called Lord of the Flies. Uh, uh, I think out here we call it Magic Mountain. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, now uh, I don't think I like that parallel. <laughs> Superman ride. Did we? Uh, what about did, clumsy? Did we finish? 
Clumsy. Clumsy is the name of the CD. No, no, the well, you, you said there was some name, something about that too. Well, yeah, it? there's there's actually a reason we 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 chose the word clumsy, and and maybe uh, the song is 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 more about um, how you can misjudge things. You know, you can watch someone, and one of the lines is, "I'll be watching you waving your hand when you're drowning or whatever." And it, it's the whole idea is you can look at someone and ju- judge it in two ways, mm-hmm. and you've got that moment to get it right. And if you get it wrong, so be it. Uh. But on the other side of it, when you see somebody that's involved in your life, whether it's you know on an emotional level or, or just a mechanical level, you know, did, they didn't pick you up. Don't think, to use your words, "What an asshole! They did that to screw me up." Well, no, maybe they're just a little clumsy. Right. They screwed up because it's an honest mistake and it happens. Mm. We we wanted to sort of point out that um, it's probably better right now, the way things are, is to to go on the side of being a little more compassionate and think, mm. you know, well, they probably didn't mean it. Drew and I talk about this all the time. Everyone's uh, so into their own crap that anything that goes on is, is some sort theirs. of personal yeah. uh, attack. Uh, the neighbor... You know, neighbor's dog takes a squirt on the mailbox, and the dog's got it in for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's got it in for you and the postal system. Yeah. Uh, no, the the dog thought the mailbox was a tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't know. He had a bit of it. Right, inflated sense of self-importance. Maybe. Yes, yes. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah. Uh, weren't we talking to Sandy before? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, got the boyfriend. Like, uh, but let me ask you this. <laughs> Boy, this horrible radio. We do one call. We get back to it twenty minutes later. <laughs> Sandy. Uh, you got to break up with the guy. You're not doing him any favors. And uh, lay low with the friend for a while out of dignity for the uh, dearly departed. And yeah, don't be uh, showing up at the mall like tomorrow with him. Right. <laughs> just yeah. imagine imagine yourself in his shoes. Right, like a uh, flapjack size uh, hickey that just <laughs> engulfs uh, your entire torso. How you doing, Billy, at the gap with him like right next to you? Melissa, you're 15. Uh, yeah, I have a question for Dr. Drew. Yes, ma'am. All right, um, I have these, like, purple and red marks on the side of my leg, like, by my butt, and mm-hmm. I was wondering if you can tell me what they are. Those are stretch marks. Stretch marks. Mm-hmm. Very common. Well, I heard they were stress marks. No, stretch marks. Stretch right. marks. Uh, that was from your friend that had the retainer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you gain a weight recently? No. Uh, are you Are you overweight at all? No. Okay. I only weigh 105. Hmm. Um, did you grow? That? Did you grow recently in any way? Uh, Have you gone camping with Marv Albert? (laughs) Can you try describing them a little more to me, perhaps? I rarely get a uh, reference, a timely reference in on the show, but uh, she does have markings, strange markings on her ass. They're purple and red streaks? Yeah, it looks like I got scratched. They're kind of deep. And they're on both sides? Yeah. Do you have a pet? It could be because you're, you know, have you grown? Wait a minute, are they hurt? No. They don't burn or anything like that? Are they itchy at all? No. So, Drew, what are you thinking? I'm wanting like shingles or something like that. I mean, I I, I can't quite. I, she doesn't know how to describe it, so it's hard to know. Exactly All right, but what she's here's what at. are they? How long are they? You know doing? what a stretch mark looks like, don't you, Melissa? Um, yeah, kind of, but it doesn't. Well, I don't know. It doesn't really look like that. No. What, is, what does it look like? Well, it looks like I got scratched, but I don't know. Um, Scratch. are they growing or? The... Yeah, they get bigger. How long really? have they been there? Yeah. And I don't know how long they've been there. I know, but how long? How, how long since they've like? How long did it take to, to you for you to notice that they've grown? I just noticed them a few days ago. And in those few days, you've noticed they've grown. Um. They're scabbing like a scratch. Well. Well, no, not really. All right, uh, Melissa, hold on. Let's get to the real problem. Boy, am I getting a lot out of out of this voice? What's going on with you? 
What, what else is going on? I've nothing. I'm huh? Just... What? Something's why you, going why on. Why don't you go see a doctor, for instance? Well, my mom won't take me. Where's your dad? He's in California. Mm-hmm. And why won't your mom take you? I don't know. She just won't take me. Uh, did, you, did you tell her what the problem is? or? Yeah. Yeah. She just won't do anything about it. She hasn't even looked at him or nothing. Uh-huh. You got a boyfriend? Yeah. You having sex? No. You're not? Mm-mm. Oh, good. Good for you. You yeah. you, you uh, doing good in your classes? No. No. Why not? Because I hate school. Uh-huh. Do you hate your mom? I have a lot of problems. Yeah. I'm getting that out of your voice. I can hear it. What kind of problems? Um, I just can't get along with her, and I'm always fighting with her about everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're at that time. You sure that wasn't uh, <laughs> that Mark wasn't from uh, like uh, like her shoe or something? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Uh, and you, do you ever see Dad? No. no. I have problems with him too. I okay. don't get along. All right. Uh, so you got problems. Maybe you should go to a doctor anyway. Or a school nurse or something. Well, what or something. can they do about them? To make well, them we well, don't know can, what it is. They can tell you what's Depends wrong. Depends what it is. I mean, there will be treatment for this. It's infection. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is because, Melissa, you're not able to describe to me what you're looking at. So you've got to see somebody let them inspect. Getting a lot out of that Melissa's voice. Yeah. All right, Melissa, I'm gonna give, we got to go to break. Give you a quick piece of advice. Um, birth control, birth control, birth control. Yes. Uh, stop riding your mom. I know your mom's a pain in the ass. I know she's an alcoholic. Uh, I know she's been divorced five times. I know she's uh, more into daytime TV than she is to you and your kid brother. But try to make things toler- uh, at least pleasant and livable for the uh, next three years that you have to live at the house. Don't drop out of school so you can get some semblance of an education and don't get pregnant. All right. You need to get a diploma and you need not to get pregnant. Those are the two short-term goals, and get the nurse to look at your ass. And we'll be back. Uh, hiya, Dr. Guru. I still like air supply. Can you help me with yes. that? Who does the song Muskrat, Muskrat? Loveline will be right back, but sometimes we can't help. Now join the Shaquille O'Neal podcast announcement press conference already in progress. Shaq, I'm hearing rumors now that you have your own podcast. Is that true? Yes, sir, I do. And I have a fabulous partner, a guy by the name of John Kincaid. Is this partner guy as big a stud as you? No. Shaq, besides hoops, what are you going to be talking about? We're talking about everything. For example, my first one, you will hear Shaq's issues on Deflategate. It's not cheating. <laughs> you know what it's called? Competitive advantage. Hey, why is there only music playing when you speak? People, shut up. Download the big podcast with Shaq at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Also available on iTunes with new episodes every Monday. Hi, this is Glenn. And I'm Randy from Toe the Wet Sprocket. And you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Adam Carolla. So sexy. Is Adam Carolla is just the sexiest name on earth. That's more like it, Mike. I like that Toad the Wet Sprocket. I think that's a good band. You guys like Toad the Wet Sprocket? Columbia band. Yes. Oh, good. Fellow label mates. Oh, good. Well, this is just good politics. Our Lady Peace is uh, here tonight. That would be uh, Mike and Jeremy. And Dr. Drew is also here, and so is you and uh, (laughs) Andrew. Hey, Adam. Hey, you're 17. Um, I really look up to you guys. And Our Lady Peace, 
Thank you. You are my favorite band. Oh, thanks cool. a lot. You guys are the best. And I have, a que I have two questions for you. Okay. Okay. Um, I heard from a friend that your next album is going to be called uh, Propeller. No, uh, how, almost was see, this record. This one was almost called Propeller when we started working on that. Was oh, yeah? Working title I don't know how you found that out, though. It's that <laughs> damn internet thing. It, yeah. it weirds me out. And um, is the song Trapeze going to be on your next album? It might be on a B side. Are you like stalking or us or something? No. How do you even know? It, it freaks it's me out that people even know that we have that. It's those transparent humans. Yeah, no, we have because, that. Um, my friend, he's in uh, Ottawa, ah. and he like he told me all this stuff because he went to your concert and everything. Uh, we we were playing trapeze live for a while. Um, yeah, it, we did record it, and it, it hopefully will come out on a B side. It's sitting on in the can right now, ready for oh, yeah. something. Just didn't really fit with this whole record, so mm. why not? Just stylistically seemed a little different. Yeah, mm. it just didn't really. You'll understand when you hear it. Okay. If, you, if you ever hear it, it'll make sense. Have you seen the band live, Andrew? No, I haven't. Where are you calling from? Um, L.A. Mm. Oh. I used to live in Ottawa, though. We're playing here in November with uh, Everclear. Oh, yeah? Sometime, yeah. yeah, the L. Ray, is it? L. Ray? Yeah. yeah, it's a good theater. Yeah, it'll be okay. fun. Come oh, I actually, uh, uh... Oh, no, Art will be here in October, so what the hell is that, uh... How's that work out? It's gonna be, like, in the end of November, I think. Okay, Andrew? Okay. Did you have a second question, or was that by the one? Um, that was the other one. Okay. Okay. Thanks good. a lot, Andrew. Thanks. Take care. Nick... Hey. Hey, you're 19. Oh, how's it? How are you guys doing? Good. Really well. You guys are so funny, Adam. You got great comic timing. Thank you. Yeah, I was wondering because uh, I saw you guys with. Uh, I heard you guys on Buck Nine the other night. I totally agree that music is a lot better with horns now. Well, my feeling with the whole horn movement is is uh, how how wrong can you go? Really? I mean, if you have all those, a, all those kids that listened to Chuck Mangione back in the day finally have something to do. You know, but there's no flugelhorn, sadly, <laughs> in most of these bands. Trombone, sax, trumpet, but the flugel is uh, is sadly missing. True, you understand? Lost. You know the flugel? I know of it. Flugel yeah. looks Not like intimately. a it's, it's like a it's bigger like, trumpet. It's like a trumpet that got stretched height-wise a little ways. Yeah. Well, usually, the guy who can play the flugel can usually hammer it out all right on the trumpet. Oh, sure, yeah. Flug is actually a little harder to play. Is yeah. it? It is. It's a hard instrument to keep uh, like tuned to everybody else. Miles Davis actually played flugel for a little while and then turned it off onto somebody else. Nick? Yeah? Did you have a question? Yeah. Uh, I was wondering. Uh, I've heard, because my uh, psych teacher told me that uh, you can cure alcoholism. It's like the best cure that, uh, known with uh, LSD treatment, but the reason that you can't do it is because it's illegal. That is total unadulterated BS. Oh, and, uh, oh, and a teacher that is saying that is so irresponsible. Uh, I'm, I am. Uh, Watching appalled? too many comic books. Uh, no, I'm more than that. Ashamed? It's probably the stupidest thing I've I'm ever heard. I'm outraged. Disgusted? Outraged. Disgusted. Oh, he's outraged. Okay. <laughs> that's some ego right there. I yeah. think. Some yeah, that's stupid a, that's, ego. That's some stupid ego by a stupid person yeah. defending stupid behavior on their part. Yeah, correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. There isn't actually a cure for alcoholism. Correct. It's there, my, my father was an alcoholic, and it's yes. only something you can maintain. Yeah, control it's it. You that's can all. Cause to go into remission, but you cannot cure it. Nick. Yeah. Do you go to uh, one of those hippie schools? One of those free range schools? Uh, no walls. No, I go to just a reg I go to a community college, which ah, is, uh, that really explains it. Oh, okay. Well, the the teacher is. Like he used to be one of those guys who music a musician. No offense. Does he got oh, Does wow. he got no glue, offense taken? Glue in his he desk. Lived in like Haight Ashbury, and, and, oh, and he's go. never quite recovered. 
Huh? Never quite recovered from it. Well, Probably not. M- maybe what he's saying is, is once you get strung out on LSD, you, you don't want to do anything. Yeah. Once, yeah. You, once you do acid all the time, alcohol. Well, really. hey, if you can't make it to the liquor store, exactly. I think the man has a point. If you're frightened hey, uh, of all the spiders Adam, at the door. Yes. Um, I was wondering if you guys could play uh, the Drew Shuffle. Yeah, I think we can. You want to hear the Drew Boogie or the Drew Shuffle? Um, the Drew which one's longer. Well, I think they're about the same length. The, you want the remix? The, the, boogie, the boogie's a better example of Mike's work. Yeah. The, oh, Drew, okay. the Drew Shuffle was sort of uh, eh, Sputnik. Uh, <laughs> the Drew, uh, Drew Boogie is uh, more... Uh, Gemini. Gemini. Well, no, I think it's even further than Gemini. Apollo? Okay. As long as it's not uh, near. Drew, what, you, what, you got an astronaut outfit at home? <laughs> That's what I was growing up during uh, all that. Okay, you had all the little models and everything? Sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you guys were on, I saw you guys on Keaton Ivory Wayans, and I was wondering, uh, when are you guys going to do, like, another talk show? Or I think TV? we're doing Keenan again. Yeah, I think it's October 16th. Yeah, about the middle of October. So are you guys going to, like, sell out, or, well, I, that's a bad uh, Of course, say, what are you talking but, about? Uh, like, uh, Bill Maher, are you going to go, uh, primetime CBS or something like that? Well, I don't necessarily think that, um, your product, um, like, put it this way. I think you could be a really good band and sell 10 million records. Yeah. I think uh, you could do a cutting-edge TV show and do it on a yeah. on a large network. I, th- I think the whole m- meaning it, is if, you, if you're at the point where which selling out, what does that mean? If, you're, if you don't want to sell out or if you don't want to do anything, then stay in your basement and do whatever <laughs> it is you do because that's exactly what it is. If you want two people to hear it, you want two million people to hear it. I, and, yeah, I think the definition the of thing. selling out is when you start altering your product. Right. Yes, that's yeah. what yeah. we have. So yeah. we have, exactly. so we have exactly. sold out if we if we alter it in order to be yeah. on a network. Right, but if you're doing the same thing, if you're playing the same song you're playing at a club and you're in a, an arena, yeah. then you're not selling out. But if you're saying, okay, there's 35,000 people here and we're going to have to change the lyrics, then maybe you're selling out. Yeah, but for some strange reason, people think just because you're in an arena or if you're on a big network you are selling it well i think a lot of people take uh, take a literal interpretation to selling yeah. out which is you're as a performer as a comedian or if you're doing what we're doing you're making more money or yeah. if you're doing what you're doing you're selling more product so Little you're you're selling uh selling out well they actually come up to you they say well here's your opportunity sell out right now yeah there's a guy with a big contract yeah. to sign it in blood it's a sell out contract and then they tell all the you know those five kids in every schoolyard of every school in america that say they sold out and then it that's right. how it all starts. Goes down the grapevine from there. Uh, Engineer Mike, you ready with the Drew Boogie? Is that what you have queued up? All right. Well, speaking of selling out, here's uh, Dr. Drew selling out with the <laughs> Dr. Drew Boogie. She drinks until she barely has her senses about her, and then she can relax enough to have sex with me. Dr. Drew is right. Ow! Get down, get down. Asshole. Get down, get down. You're gay. Get down, get down. You're fat. Get down, get down. You're sick. I find you have sex with me. Gee, it hurts to have sex with me. Faggot better have sex with me. I want to have sex with me. I was bored, so I had my tongue pierced. I was bored, so I put a spear to my penis. Tried to be straight, or I thought I should be straight, and I was confused. Loser. You know, pee on this makes me sick. It hurts when I urinate. It makes me sick. Anal sex makes me sick. This guy's penis makes me sick. I've had anal sex. Gee, it hurts. I've got these lesions. Gee, it hurts. Still a virgin. Gee, it hurts. It's called intimacy. Can I say that? Ow. You're fat. Ow. Gay. Ow. Confused. Ow. Sick. Ow. Bored. Ow. Still a virgin. Ow. Dysfunctional. Ow. Can I say that? 
Dr. Drew is right. I, I'm, I'm homosexual. I'm freaked out about it. I'm trying to be heterosexual, but I have these overwhelming homosexual feelings. Okay, Drew, the song was over <laughs> 10 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> the mic was hot. Ah, uh, yes, the Dr. Drew boogie. And uh, Engineer Mike, because it's A little been... too much time on Mike's hands, I think, in there. What's going on? Because it's been so long, could we hear a few classic Drew drops? These are the out the OCDDs, the out of context Drew drops that uh, delight and amuse the Loveline audience as well as uh, yours truly. I never get enough of these. Mike, I surprise me, but I want to hear the faggot better run in there somewhere. Now, if I find you stealing my underwear again, here's what's going to happen. This is not acceptable. You're gay. <laughs> Mike's only got two car Bag machines in there. Run. All right, I stepped on that one. Okay, one more. One more. See, see, the problem is we we lost a cart machine in here. Oh, we did. Because I added a CD player. Uh, I'm going to put them all on CD, I promise. Uh-huh. Is there, uh, what happened with the uh, crack uh, staff here at uh, Westwood One? Did the squirrel that powers the cart machine uh, all die, or what sugar. happened? We're powered like Mirror, I think. Right. Yeah, the main computer's down. Again. Faggot better run. Ah, that is still my favorite. That's good. Mike, do you have any of the ones over the last couple of months that I told you to card up? No. And that's because of equipment? Yes. Okay, good enough. <laughs> Mike's become very complacent back there. <laughs> All right, Mike, please surprise us again with your brilliance. All right. <laughs> this Westwood one is such a dump. I mean, it, I this place is great. It's like a big barn that's like full of fun and wood. Yeah, it's it's great if you're starting a, a logging camp. <laughs> I have a feeling you would go on the spatial and go, "What's this piece of crap? Look at this!" Listen, is there a damp machine on the premises here, Engineer Mike? Is there? Or isn't there? Ever since I stopped taking Depo-Provera, I've been lactating. <laughs> that's good. There's no damp machine. What year is it? Now you're fat. You're yeah, 1997. Yeah. No damp machine. Yeah. Please. The, this is not Westwood 1. It is Westwood 2, as I like There's to call Mark it. There's Mark and Mindy tapes in there. <laughs> or is, uh, yeah, or as Drew likes to call it, uh, Westwood 2. Westwood uh, 1, sorry. If this were, it, it, let, me, let me give you the uh, car equivalent of Westwood 1. This would be a 1976 Dodge custom van with a 8-track uh, stereo. <laughs> And uh, Krager Mag wheels. Shag carpet. That had been being used to clean carpets for about the last six years. That is basically what this is. A big guy with Keith on the back of his sweater. <laughs> right. Faggot better run. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right on the side of it, it says, like, Rusty's Rum Runner. Uh, and it, uh, the, the uh, mural? captain's chairs that are hollowed out uh, beer cake. <laughs> but everything's falling apart. It had its uh, had its time, but it's now past it. All right, enough with my bashing on Westwood One. We will be back. Loveline. Loveline, I'll be right back, and you'll be healed. Loveline. Naturally. Of course. Certainly. Hey, guy, you know that you want to be the guy that all your buds want to be. Oh, man, I want to party with him. Yeah, that guy. Well, then here's how you do it. Just listen to these two shows every week. The Art of Charm. We talk about how to create confidence, how to get people to like and trust you, productivity, time management, biohacking, and more. And The Chive. You never know who's going to drop by the studio, and you certainly never know what we're going to say to them. Download new episodes of The Chive and The Art of Charm every week at podcastone.com. It's a guy thing, all right? Be that guy. 
Bloodline for the fabulous Westwood One Studios here in beautiful Culver City, California. Home of the useless arrow. This uh, goddamn Culver City. Oh, my God. I, you, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, uh, I, please. The, be, I need witnesses. We're here for you. When I get carjacked, <laughs> sitting at one of these endless, yes. relentless red arrows in this dump called Culver City, I am suing the entire city and turning it into a brothel. Yes. Because there are more left-turn arrows per square mile or per square block yeah. in this Culver City, and they've installed at least eight of them in the last year. And here's what I'm talking about. Every night, we drive home from this place, and we come to a signal, and the signal... Uh, I understand the concept behind the left-turn arrow. Here's what a left-turn arrow is in place for. Heavy traffic. Heavy traffic, and you got a whole stack of cars that need to turn left, and the traffic is so heavy that only two cars are able to turn left each time, or one. each period, each like, signal period, right? You need that at 12 at night. Yes, <laughs> at 1 in the morning, yeah. Man, and you the are sitting there. insane. Now, here is the thing about... It's you and the carjackers approaching you, and that's it. <laughs> Here's the thing about Culver City. The arrows turn red. Now, I understand an arrow turning green to lighten up the traffic, but then when it's done being green... Then it should be just like a regular intersection. You proceed with caution. You turn when it's turnable. You can sit out there on Venice Boulevard without a pair of headlights. I mean, if they if they were had a, a rally car with uh, you know seven hundred thousand candle watt power bulbs on it, you would not be able to see it from the distance that these cars are away. Yet you just sit there at an arrow, waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's five arrows between here and there. You spend your entire time waiting to turn left. To me, there's no excuse for this. They're just trying to drum up money. Because the second you turn left, they're going to pull you over. You understand? <laughs> there are patrol cars all over this place. This teeming with cops, Culver City, and teeming with arrows. And I would love to know how much money this city takes in each month because of tickets. Because of false tickets, entrapment tickets that are brought up because of people turning left on a on a red arrow who've, who've just run out of patience, quite frankly. It's disgusting. Let the arrows go from green to nothing, not red. Oh, wait, do you guys try to you get know, out of here. Know, now that you've said that, you're pretty much guaranteed a, a yeah. pretty much a police Take escort. On the oh, the cops they showed come, up they here. They show up here, actually. Right? Yeah, every once in a while for Adam. Uh, you think we're kidding, but uh, yeah. they do. Is there any reason you can think of why those arrows should turn red? Other than to no, just I drum up that. money. Or it should be, uh, you know, yield on red. Oh. Oh. It should be, you know, red should be. Oh. Or at least time, like, done through the time of the day. And here's the scary thing is, is forget about um, spirit of the law. Meaning, here's, here's the law. they're going for the letter of the law. I don't know how this works in Canada, but I can certainly tell you how it works here. The whole, the whole uh, judicial system is based on nitpicking. Meaning you could sit out there in Venice Boulevard without another car within 300 miles, but you know if you turned left while that thing was red and a cop was there, you'd be getting a big, fat, moving violation. Please. Mm -hmm. Listen, why are you guys here? To protect and to, uh, to serve or to harass and make money? Do away with these arrows, Culver City. Dump. Rachel, you're 18. Hi. I had a question for Dr. Dew. Yeah. Um, I just want to know what herpes look like. 
Well, they look like a lot of different things. Uh, sometimes... That's true. It's a herpameter going on. Sometimes they can look like blisters that cluster together. Sometimes it can be look like an ulcer. Sometimes it can just Are be a red streak. They're usually rather tiny. Anything that burns and itches in a genital area after sexual contact has to be checked for herpes. It's not something you would be able to diagnose by yourself. Why not? You have to have a trained eye, so to speak. I mean, right, but if you got something, it's probably herpes, right? You have something that burns and is ulcerating or, or blistering, yeah, it's probably herpes. Well, Either way, it's not good. Not good. Bad side. You're going to need some kind of ointment. What, what do you got? What's going on? Well, where where are they? Like, All right, just tell us what you got. Yeah. Please. Are Let's stop like, playing uh, pin the herpy on the donkey. Are they, like, outside? Or? Sometimes. Rachel? But sometimes they're inside and you never see them or never even feel them. Rachel? Yeah? What do you have? Well, I just saw something, like, right near my thigh, like, the inner thigh. And did it hurt? Well, I was just like looking at it and... Answer my question. Did it hurt? <laughs> no. Alright, Stoner. Okay. That's it. Yeah. I'm done. Tough love. I can't take any more brain dead listeners. Please. Time is at a premium here. I gotta go home and masturbate. If I don't do it by <laughs> 1230, I turn into... My penis turns into a pumpkin. Actually, I... <laughs> that would probably no, be a no, step no, up. No, 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 let's not. Damn it. Any form of cord would be doesn't a sound like, this point. Doesn't sound Any like root tuber. It doesn't sound like herpes. All right, but here's the point. Uh, occasionally, and I'm sorry you guys have to be here while I uh, chastise uh-huh. and uh, yell at the listeners, but I, I haven't done this in a while. You call up. You only have a few minutes. People are on hold for, uh, we're not exaggerating, over two hours yeah. on occasion on this show. You have about two and a half to three minutes. You're speaking to a uh, burnt-out doctor. <laughs> Ask your question. Once the question is asked, then answer the questions he asked you. Don't come up with your own spin on everything. I asked her three times what did she have, and she wanted to talk about herpes in sort of esoteric terms for about another ten minutes. And then when you said, uh, does it hurt? She can't even answer that yeah. that question. Uh, you know what? They're confused. They're young. I feel bad for them, but I have to lay down the gauntlet. We can, we can no longer be enablers on this show. If you're going to be stupid and stone and not answer questions, you're going to get hung up on. And let me explain something. The message works because I scare people, and they, they step me. right up to the plate. I'm scared. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to do anything to you. Mark? Hey. Hey, you're 20. What's going on? This is eight. I'm going to go straight to the point. All right. See? That's how we do it. All right. I got this girlfriend, and I've been going out since February. And uh, just about a few days ago, she says, you know, we need a break. And she wanted like, to take a week off without talking or seeing each other. Mm-hmm. Well, she you know, both right. of us were really in love with each other. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, I need to know I'm going to respect what she needs. Mm-hmm. That's good. Give her the space. Mm-hmm. And what do I do from you, there? I you mean, have. How, what do you think is going to work out? You know, start. Even uh, we're both in love with each other. You start shopping. Start shopping. Uh, I need space is uh, right up there with the the boss saying uh, we're downsizing. Uh, you're not being fired, but uh, just understand we're downsizing. We'll call you in the fall, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we're expecting a big uh, military order around then. <laughs> even though the love's there. Well, uh, it may not be as much as you experience it. Whose love's there, by the way? Both of ours. I mean, sh- I mean, you know, sh- 
I know she loves me to death, you know. How, 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 do, you, how do you know that? She tells me, and I and I can see it. Needing <laughs> space sometimes can have a lot to do with but trying to be nice about it. The thing is that we, you know, we see each other every day. That could mm-hmm. be one of the problems. And the, you know, and I, I, my friends were telling me that, you know, you're seeing her too much, you know, and I'm just saying, and she tells me to come over. She tell you know, to come Ooh. over, blah, blah, blah. And, and another thing is that she is, she's older than me. How old mm-hmm. is she? Seven years older than me. What's the other thing? What else? What's the other thing? 27. That, this is the other thing, that she's older? Yeah. Wow. And I, it bothered her before. And what have her relationships been like in the past? Before that? Yeah. Same age, you know, same age as her. And what were they like? But, oh, she had boyfriends that, uh, you know, their boyfriends have had kids. But uh, were they good relationships, bad relationships? Do you like know? The guy from the girl before. Mm, no. Well, some of them were, you know, she lived with one of her boyfriends. You're treading that line. <laughs> Adam's fingers poised over poised the phone <laughs> All right, it's oh. on. It's on. Oh, so sorry. It's on because uh, we got to. I want to go to break quick so we can go out with a uh, another Our Lady Peace song. Here's the situation. I want to break means I want to break up. She just hasn't gotten the second word yeah. out. <laughs> I can't quite space. get up to that. Right. <laughs> True, very astute. Uh, yes, when someone needs their space, all you can do is give it to them, and uh, that's the only chance you'll have at getting them back anyway, although it's going to be slim. You'll probably end the relationship. At least this way, you maintain a shred of dignity, and we'll be back. Ernie, the world's fastest drummer for Loveline. Too, too, too high when I'm not drumming up a storm. <laughs> What was the rest of it? Loveline will be right back. If it's not, sue me or something. Alright, I think I got a new producer. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah. We're going to play a song. It's called Carnival. It's from uh, Our Lady Peace. The name of the CD is Clumsy. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Say goodbye. And uh, we'll go out uh, with the song Carnival. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth & Nail Records. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.